Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I'm your host, Keisha. I've got producer James over there doing whatever it is that producer James is do, which normally is not a lot of anything. Hello. It has been quite a minute since we've had a show. Some of that had to do with the holidays, of course. Most podcasters took like a two-week break, but immediately after New Year's, the Rona hit the house. After what, two years? Two years, no one in our home got Corona or any of its ghetto-ass cousins, Omicron, Troncon, Trayvon, Lusacon, Texcon, whatever. It hit the house. So I got sick, but it was mostly like I just didn't have a lot of energy, horrible, horrible, horrible dry cough. And it, the cough was so bad, it literally felt like I was in a boxing match and someone had beat my ribs in the front and the back. So that lasted maybe a few days. I kind of just stayed home, laid low. I really couldn't sleep. It's just real uncomfortable. Then my mom tested positive. And the day after she tested positive, that's when shit got real. So <laughs> I'm just going to give you the speed version. Producer James is going to have to interject at some point because some of the things I just don't remember. Um, let's just say there was a lot of, let me see, there was three ambulance calls. Yep. Uh, I passed out how many times? Four or five. Four or five times I passed out. This is over the course of maybe what, seven, two uh, weeks. It was, yeah. Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. Um, that was all recovering from COVID. Uh, then I was having convulsions. Um, according to James and my family, they were pretty bad. Uh, they thought they were seizures. I had to do a CAT scan and they're like, bitch, your brain is fabulous. They ain't nothing wrong here. Um, and I also, I did, did I have pneumonia? I heard someone say something about, like everything is still really foggy. I just, I was in and out of it for about two weeks. Now, when we went to the ER, you had a CAT scan and then you had a chest uh, scan. Okay. Both of those were, were clear. Okay. So, But I did have a UTI because I couldn't just have coronavirus and a lupus flare up. I had to get a UTI too because I don't have ass do shit. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. Um, then there was, um, I'll let producer James tell you. So after days and days of uh, intermittent convulsions, passing out, uh, being unconscious, calling ambulances, uh, on the last day, the worst day, she went unconscious in bed, convulsions, and then literally like fainted and was unresponsive to us, but was literally talking and laughing with dead people. Yeah. Legitimately. Like talking, laughing, saying names, carrying on conversations. I pinched her arm trying to get her to respond. No response to us. So she was talking to dead folks. Um, and we thought, literally thought, well, this is what people do before they die. Like, this is what happens. Yeah. It was pretty so. bad. And this is how I knew it was pretty bad. My mom called my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, he lives about an hour away from us, so he drove down here because, uh, you know, according to James, my mom, and then my daughter, Skylar, they literally thought they were watching me die. Yes. Which is really, it's a freaky thing to hear, and they were pretty serious. Um, 
also knew it was pretty bad when a couple of days later my mom just had a breakdown. Um, no one was sleeping because they were constantly checking on me and you know, you can't keep a good bitch down. So here I am back. Uh, it was pretty funny because James was like, yeah, you were talking to the, talking to dead people. And I'm like, my name is Melinda Gordon. I'm from a small town. I own a boutique. I may be just like you, but I can see dead people. So I'm a big Ghost Whisperer fan. Like that is my favorite TV show of all time. And it's where, uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's been canceled for, I don't even know how many years. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt plays uh, Melinda Gordon who can talk to the dead. So I just thought that was funny. You know, he's all being serious. He's like, you were talking to the dead. And I'm all like, my name is Melinda Gordon. So <laughs> I want to go solve the mysteries now. All right. I'm going to help that person cross over. Um, so, yeah, I just, I'm getting back to normal. I, I would not say that I am 100% back to normal because I get tired really easily. Um, and you just know how you just don't feel right. You know, people don't talk about the recovery from COVID. And you were vaccinated. Yes, like I you, am you vaccinated. Were, yes. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. Still um, through all this. I do. Not, I have not gotten the booster yet because it wasn't within the time frame. Um, I know I need to get it done, but I'm kind of scared because I heard the booster will have you down for a few days. I'm like, oh god damn, I've been down for a month. Oh, you know, I'm not looking forward to that, but I know I need to get it. So that is why we have not had a show. We are here. If you hear me cough, sneeze, snot, you know how I do. I may still have a little lingering COVID or something. I don't know. Uh, but just excuse me for doing that. All right. If you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, which I hope that you are, you know what time it is. It is time for the Gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty. And that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the Gab with Keisha. Oh, my God, if you are obsessed with everything Bravo TV, especially the housewives, you were shook at it. And I said shook at it this morning when you opened up anything on social media because everyone is talking about Jenny Wynn from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Jenny, you might be in danger, girl. So... Someone, and I'm sure it was one of these bloggers or, you know, Bravo obsessed fans, fans went back to Jenny's Facebook page. And, and look, I, I'm proud that they did that because I do shit like this too. I'll do a deep dive. Like, don't tell me your name. You tell me your name, your last name. I'm mean, a bitch. I already know your middle name. I know what high school you graduated for. I am that kind of PI. All right. So someone did a deep dive for, I don't know why. But they went to Jenny Wynn's Facebook page and Lord, they hit the year 2020. And it was bad. Oh, it was bad. Now, I'm not here to say whether what she posted was right or wrong, but I will give my opinion of it. And I'm going to be giving my opinion of it as a person of color, much like Jenny Wynn. So that's what makes it even more surprising. And to kind of coattail on that, we just watched a couple of episodes where Jenny accused a fellow housewife of making racist remarks. Now, if you remember, there was that scene, that god-awful scene, the faux party or the fa party. And Mary M. Cosby saw a picture of Jenny and she goes, I love your slanted eyes. 
Okay. 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 Wait. Let me. Okay. And I think <laughs> I think we talked about this. Um, yes, Mary Payne and I talked about this on Pink Shade. I honestly, and I'm just being raw. I don't think that what Mary said was racist. It was tactless, but it wasn't racist because I'm the type of person that I love seeing people of other cultures and their physical appearances. I, it, I, I just love it. So I'll see someone who's Middle Eastern, I'm like, oh my God, your skin tone is beautiful. Like, right, James? He's oh, yeah. like, I'll give a compliment. If someone's got, uh, like for example, in Jenny's case, this is what Mary could have done instead of saying, I mean, girl, she knows she got slanted eyes. She know. You could have just said, I love the shape of your eyes. Okay. Or she could say, I love the shape of Asian people's eyes. Something like that. It sounded bad, but I don't think that it was racist. Okay. Fast forward to the next episode where Jenny tries to call Mary out for her racist comments. And because uh, I think she also said, I love your yellow undertones. <laughs> it's, you have to know Mary Cosby to just get it. She was trying, she was honestly giving a compliment. She just kind of ran into, ran past a couple of stop signs while trying to do it. A <laughs> couple of speed bumps there. Yeah. She kept, she kept using descriptions that in and of themselves, are words that are included in racial slurs. Yes, like they are. Like slant yes. and yellow. Yes. <laughs> but here's the thing. Everybody is not culturally up to date. Yeah. I think we see that all the time. I am not taking up for Miriam Cosby because Lord knows she could put her foot in her mouth and usually the shoe has shit on it. But I feel I don't feel as though what she said was racist. I just think she could have reworded it better, but she was really trying to give her a compliment. Plus, she gave the bitch a pair of Christian Louboutin shoes. Shut up, Jenny. All right, so let's go to this morning. Now, I first saw this on Instagram on the Queens of Bravo, which I'm not sure of the person who runs the page, uh, but she was highly pissed off. Okay, so... If you would have woke up this morning and you got on Instagram and you would have saw the Queens of Bravo, she put Jenny on notice, like for real notice. Okay. She started off by saying what she thought she's, she's saying all these things about Jenny, but we're confused. I'm like, where is this coming from? What, what, what did Jenny do? Like what, what is going on? And then you scroll and post from 2020 pop up. So 2020 was the year of Black Lives Matter and COVID. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those years that you just, if you really don't have to make reference to it, you just don't. <laughs> Everyone should have just disabled their Facebook accounts for a year. Yeah. Because you know what? <laughs> I'm sure I will go back to 2020 and see some of the overly emotional things that I said. And I look at them now and be like, Ooh, bitch, simmer down, simmer down. Simmer down. It's going to be okay. So here's one uh, one of the things that Jenny had on her page, which, of course, now y'all know I went and hunted down that Facebook page, right? She scrubbed that shit clean. That's what you're supposed to do before you go on TV, Jenny. You scrub all of that. I don't know why these women don't think. There's people like me in the world. We're nosy and we're gossips. We're going to look for anything. So here's one of the posts. 
Jenny says, people need to be accountable for the things they say. I can't wait for the reunion. Okay, that's her talking about she's going to blast Mary M. Cosby. But then we start seeing some of the things from her Facebook page. Here's one. If you follow the officer's orders, you won't get shot. True. That is quite factual. Probably not the most appropriate thing to say when, um, you know, we witness someone, you know, die uh, on national television by a cop. Okay. Here's the next one. Um, it's a picture. It is a picture of the officers while they have George Floyd on the ground. And for me personally, <clears throat> and this is not even as a black woman, that's just, why post that? You know what I mean? Like, he was someone's dad. He was someone's brother. Why would you post that? And at the bottom it says, um, cops, lawyers make bombshell claims in a George Floyd case. Body cam shows Floyd ingesting fatal amount of drugs before arrest. He died of an overdose. But he also has someone's knee on his neck. <laughs> Let's not forget that part. Oh, and here's the one that is being shared a lot. Hundreds of blacks shot and many killed, including children, by other blacks every week. Over a thousand officers violently injured, some permanently by rioters. Antichrist rioting in the major cities every night, which has caused billions of dollars of destruction to private and public property. And you still think police officers are the problems. You're an idiot. Here's another one. If you were removing to kill a mockingbird due to the use of the N-word, how many rap albums are going with it? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, Jenny, 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 Jenny. She walked Jenny. right into all the landmines. Ooh, I'm actually sweating a little bit. Uh, I'm sweating for you, Jenny. Okay. If ever there was a bingo card of what not to bring up. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and then there's also some um, anti-vax uh, things that she put on there. And everyone's entitled to their opinion, Okay. But here's the thing for me, you were accusing someone else of being racist and then you posted these, I mean, that has a racist undertone and it probably has more of a racist undertone for me because I am black. So I look at the Black Lives Matter movement and I understand what it was for. Do I agree with the rioting and all those things? Like that? Of course not. I mean, unless you're going to bring me back a TV and I just pay you like, $100 for it, okay? Um, I just think things like that are quite unnecessary. So then, y'all know me. <laughs> Scrolling will get you. I have been all day long on Instagram trying to see what the other cast members are, are going to say, and all of them bitches been real, real quiet, except for one. And I'll let you guess which one it is. It was Jen Shaw. <laughs> if you go to her stories, you'll see it. And she didn't make a post post. All she did was this. It's a black, it's like, you know, when you're making a story, so it's a black, uh, black, black, ooh, black, black, damn. Black, black, black ground? Black, there you go, right there. It's a, it's a black ground. It's a black ground, okay. <laughs> and the song, I Don't Fuck With You by Big Sean is playing and all the lyrics are there. I think that's pretty much her response to Jenny Wynn. None of the other girls have said anything. Jenny, poor, poor Jenny, she is trying to do her best to delete all of the comments that people are leaving on her page. Baby, you ain't, your hands ain't that quick. 
You don't have to get the whole family to come help you do that. And then she did something. And this is how, you know, you can always tell someone who's not social media savvy, right? So she posted a picture of herself like maybe three or four days ago and she turned off the comments. Bitch, you ain't turn off the comments to all the other pictures on there. And that's exactly where people went, <laughs> including my petty ass, because I wanted to see what people were saying. And this is what they had to say. Okay, here's one. It says, I can't find it. Producer James, this is the kind of stuff that you are supposed to keep up with. Usually you take screenshots. Never mind, everything. I did. I took up my final. Okay, <laughs> carry on, carry on, carry on. Okay, one person said. Now, these are comments that were left on her social media page, her Instagram page, so you can still see this unless she's deleted it. <clears throat> Disgusting and disappointing to know another person of color is in such a place of ignorance. It's in such a place of ignorance and disregard unless it's their own racial plight. Girl, bye. Okay. One person goes, they finna drag you. <laughs> Someone else said, first and last reunion. Yeah, because a lot of people are calling for Bravo to give her the axe. Oh, this one's kind of cruel, but I'm going to read it anyway. It says, your womb matches the condition of your heart. Now, we all know that girl that had Ooh. a hysterectomy. She ain't oh, got God. Really, Yeah, that's just. That is that deep. Is brutal. I'm saying that's brutal. I know. And for me to say something is brutal, that's pretty bad. That's like that's like having Hitler say, damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, someone else said, not even a sister wife? Another person said, nah, not you turning comments off. You not safe. And then there's like so many of them saying, black lives matter, black lives matter. Another person said, you have some nerve talking about you know how to take your earrings off and put your hair up hair up because you're from Long Beach. Assimilate the culture. Meanwhile, you are part of the problem. It's bad, Jenny. And here's the thing. People are calling for her to make an apology. I don't. I don't. Because to me, if she apologized, I don't think it would be sincere. Of course not. It would just be to save her job or to save face. Because when things like this happen, Y'all know we are living during the times of cancel culture. Now, I think cancel culture is real dumb. People are, are entitled to make mistakes. We're all human. Unless it is something like a crime against a child or something like that. I, I, a crime. Yes, I'll a true a crime. crime. Um, do I think she should be canceled for this? No. Do I think she should be back on the show? Uh, I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of Jenny's anyway, so she can go. I honestly would have, I would rather have Mary Cosby because Mary has been bringing it and she's funny where Jenny's kind of one tone and then all of a sudden she gets excited and wants to argue with someone. Then she's bad being, it's just, she's, I can do with or without her. But I, I, I feel like an apology would be more insulting. And that's coming from me as a person of color. I, I'm like, okay, so now you're sorry. What are you really sorry about? You weren't sorry about it for years. Right. And you're only going to be sorry because someone you got is caught. demanding you be sorry. Yeah, and I don't want an apology if I have to demand the apology out of it. You're apologizing out of fear. You're, you're fearful you'll lose your job. You have a husband who also has a business, which things like this, unfortunately, they can make you know, things go bad at his business. Um, so I'm not sure what the right thing is to do, but I can tell you what, Bravo don't give two shits because I just checked their Instagram page and they ain't talking about it at all. They're over there talking about Summer House. So I guess we'll see how that all plays out. 
Another thing that we just witnessed play out was Chicago Wes's party, her birthday party. It was actually a double birthday party for she and her cousin Stormy. And Kanye West claims he was not invited. He didn't know where it was. He did not have an address. So he did what most normal people would do. He went on social media to bitch about it. It's like, if they don't take a, this phone away from this motherfucker right here, y'all know Kanye is still crazy. Kanye just grew back his eyebrows from when he shaved them all off about a month ago. If that is not a sign of insanity, I don't know what insanity is. And then he was posing, with, you know, posing in pictures with Drake and shit with no eyebrows. I would have been like, if I were Drake, I'm like, nah, dude, nah, we ain't got to do no photo. Let's just say what we got to say. We can do a press release, but we ain't got to do no photos. So he gets on there. He, I can't. He's driving in a car, so I don't know if he's driving around looking for the party or what he's doing. But the Kardashians caught wind, so this is what they did. <laughs> I guess one of them went up to uh, Travis Scott and said, Travis, you ain't doing shit. We know you're not recorded, and we most definitely know you're not on tour. Can you text that fool the address to the party? So that is how he found out where it was. Uh, he was just saying that Kim was keeping him from his kids, da-da-da-da-da. Then we see pictures and videos of him there swinging poor little Chicago West. So he was swinging the child so the child can hit a piñata. I think it goes the other way, Kanye. I think you're supposed to pick up the child, and let her swing the bat and hit the pinata. You don't swing the child. You ju you just don't do that. Um, and so <clears throat> Kim went on to say, I think it's the one who's close to Kardashians went on to say, it wasn't that Kim was keeping him away from the party, but Kanye said that he was gonna have a party of his own. But I guess he wanted to come and see what kind of food y'all had at y'all's party too, Kim, cause he had to get there. Um, so yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Um, and another thing that happened was Chris uh, Jenner went to Instagram. It was either, in, uh, no, it was Instagram. And she posted a pitch. She was posting pictures with Chicago, you know, because it's her birthday. You know how everyone does. But she fucked up and she accidentally posted an unedited picture of her Chicago and Kim and then she caught wind of it so she deleted the whole post <laughs> did it again with an edited version of that same photo and here's the thing they didn't look bad you know what I mean they looked they still are quite attractive people even without all the filters and stuff but Kim uh, uh, I bet you more than anything Kim called Chris out about that well, you know, well, I'm sure they've already got screenshots of both of them. Yeah. They're already putting side-by-sides and all that. And here's the thing. Kim, we know you don't walk around with airbrushed skin in real life, okay? We know you're human. We know you're human. We know you have pores. It's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the picture, it, it, you can see it. You can Google search it and you can see the picture. But they look good. They look like very attractive people taking a photo but it just wasn't up to the Kardashian standards or whatever. Um, so I guess Kim, you know, Chris kind of old to be running her own social media accounts anyway. <laughs> now I bet you after that, Kim was like, no, I'm gonna hire you a person. I'm gonna pick them out and they're gonna run all of your social media, Chris. I think that's what's gonna happen. All right, when we get back, we got reality TV recaps. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I want to remind you guys to 
Follow us on our social media pages. We're on Instagram and on Facebook. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes, YouTube, Amazon Music, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio. I think that's it. We're trying to get on Spotify. Soon. Soon. Soon to be on Spotify. All right. So, you know, I, I realize I'm a 42-year-old woman, uh, but I still watch Team Mom, <laughs> okay? I can't. It's okay. They're 42-year-old women on the show. I mean, it's like I've known. I watched <laughs> these bitches give birth to their kids. I was in a hospital room with them. And, 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 and here's the thing. The franchise has gone down really bad. Like, I don't even know how they're still on. M oh, I was going to say I don't know how they're still on MTV, but there has to be some kind of a break between all the episodes of ridiculousness that they show on there as well as Catfish. So every now and then, like, there'll be 20 episodes of ridiculousness, Two episodes of Teen Mom, then 30 episodes of Catfish, followed by another 45 episodes of Ridiculousness. So it's really just to break it up a little bit is why they still have Teen Mom. So since Teen Mom OGs, um, I want to say, I think, I can't remember if it's Teen Mom OG or if it's Teen Mom Young and Pregnant that has the lowest uh, ratings out of the series. I, I want to say maybe Young and Pregnant, which is crazy because those bitches bring it every week. But... Here's a narrative of the newest show, Teen Mom Family Reunion, which that's kind of dumb because they're not family, but I guess they consider themselves a Teen Mom family. It just really looks like somebody said, you know what? I saw this other show and they did like this family reunion thing and I think you guys should do it too. That is exactly what they did. You know, it's way cheaper just to put them all in one place in film. I guess film so. in 10 different cities. Yeah, yeah, I guess <laughs> so. So the narrative is that Macy the most boring of them all, and Cheyenne, who was never a teen mom, got together and said, hey, we should do something. Let's just get all of the teen mom franchise girls and we go somewhere and have fun. That all sounds, her idea. That yeah. sounds like a good time, but let me give you a little bit more of the backstory. I don't know if you guys remember, but it was a few months back when they were filming this. Remember, they're like, oh, oh, Brianna De Jesus, they had to call the ambulance for her doing the filming of Team Mom Family Reunion. They're like, oh, oh, a fight has already broken out. They have to separate the girls. And then they just squeeze this little tidbit in, and it's, it is like you have to get a, what do you call it? Magnifying glass. <clears throat> Excuse me, a magnifying glass to see this part, where they also invited the girls from Young and Pregnant. They flew them to where they were shooting, then lied to them and said, oh, you know what, we're not going to shoot anymore because of COVID, but they really just didn't want them to be a part of it anymore, and they let all the other girls still film. <laughs> wow. Like, why? Why, just, why did they do that? I, because maybe they would get more money if they didn't film with, I don't know. That's shady. No one's been able to answer it. The uh, young and pregnant girls talked about it on their social media, but here, here's all the people who are on it. We've got Macy Bookout, Cheyenne Floyd, Ambient, I'm sorry, Amber Portwood. No, Ambient's right. Amb yeah. Um, <laughs> Ambient Portwood. We've got Ashley, we've got Leah, Jade. I want to say that's all of them. And then they each got to bring a person. So Ashley brought Barr, Amber brought Gary. I don't think Leah brought anyone, but I think her sister's going to come. So they each have a plus one. So you know Brianna brought who? Brittany. Because Brianna always starts shit but can't fight, so then Brittany has to come in to fight for her. Um, I'm not sure. It, it's a weird... 
I'm telling you, it is like a producer sat down and watched a whole bunch of other people's shows and tried to throw all of those elements into this. So it's supposed to be a family reunion, but they start the night off with a therapist. It's like, okay, it's this, like, okay, it's this, what, you, you don't know. You see them canoeing in one episode in a race. Then you see them drinking and partying. Then there's therapy. It just doesn't flow well at all. It sounds like they had like four or five ideas for a show. Yes. And just didn't throw any out. I just, just yeah, it's just weird. But I tell you, the funniest shit that I've seen in a while was uh, they were with the therapist, all the girls, and they're all sitting down. And the therapist, therapist says, each one of you has to stand up and say something about yourself. And if you agree or have the same feelings, you stand up as well. Macy stands up and says, I'm a good mom. Everybody stood up, but one. Any guesses who that one was? It was Amber. <laughs> that is the most honest Amber has ever been in her entire life. And she goes on to say why she hasn't been a good mom. And it's like, okay, that to me, if this is therapy, that's great. You're acknowledging what you did. You're acknowledging your mistakes. Okay, let's make a plan to do better. No, because these other stupid bitches start like, no, Amber, you're a great mom. Amber, you're here. That's the, yeah, she's there instead of with her kids. That's part of the problem, okay? They're like, Amber, stand up. I'm like, Amber, don't stand up. Even Amber was like, Amber, don't stand up. It took her a minute. And after they kept nudging her, I'm like, look, if you got to nudge this bitch off the couch and coach her to get off the couch to say she's a good mom, maybe the bitch ain't a good mom. Or maybe y'all haven't been watching her episodes, okay? She doesn't have custody of either of her children. She just now started back kind of speaking to one of them. Like, she's not a good mom. She doesn't take care of her kids other than probably financially because of child support. I don't know. Which she has to pay. Which she has to pay <laughs> by law, okay? So it's she's not doing anything she was the only. She was the only person who was right in that whole segment. Yes, and I appreciate it that I'm like, okay, she's been, this, okay, this is going to be good. They telling the truth. They spitting truth. And then them other bitches just, I'm like, y'all just love to live a fucking lie. I'm like, this girl, that could have been a breakthrough for her. Yeah. And, and they totally ruined it because, so what if she's a bad mom? That doesn't affect your kids. <laughs> Let her sit her ass on the couch. Um <laughs> I mean, that would have been compelling. Yeah. And so um, that was, I think, that was part of the episode that aired this week. And then I was like, okay, why are they canoeing? What does that have to do with anything? You mean like in a boat canoeing? In a boat boat. Yeah. Oh. So it's like, okay, they took that from another uh, reality show. They took that from the challenge episodes. I I, I don't get it at all. Um but it was pretty damn funny to see Ashley uh, twerking while she was cussing out and threatening to beat up Jade. That was funny. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. And then, you know, Team Mom Family Reunion is followed by Team Mom Girls Night Out, which is a stupid title, because it's basically a low-down, low-budget version of Pillow Talk from TLC, but with all unfunny people. <laughs> it, was <just> like, <laughs> it was like, why is this happening? 
why is it called girls' night out when each t mom that's part of this is with a guy? You're at home. Yeah, I'm like there with the. Well, no, no, it was the other ones that did not. Some of the other ones that didn't go, and then a few of them that did go, but it wasn't funny. And there was guys incorporated into all of it. I'm like, I don't get it, and I'm like. And they're not fucking funny. No wonder they have such low ratings. Like, it just isn't good at all. All right, sorry, Producer James is giving me the eye because I keep having to take a drink. He wants me to die of thirst over here. Um, let's move right along to TLC because y'all know I only watch Bravo, TLC, um, and MTV. Yeah, that, that, that's all I need in life right there. I don't need all those other channels. You don't need Discovery Channel or no. the Learning Channel. Or... Well, the Learning Channel is well, TLC. True. Yeah, never mind. They ruined that. Yeah, but we ain't learning nothing, but we laughing. <laughs> yeah, the Laughing Channel. <laughs> yes. So, speaking of that, we're going to talk about Thousand Pound Sisters. And if you don't watch this show, I'm going to go ahead and say sorry. Because producer James and I will quote the show. We quote them in everyday life, and we do it in their voices. Mm -hmm. So if you if you hear us doing that, just go watch the show, and you'll totally understand. Okay, so this week we have, after Tammy has just ruined the family vacation, okay? She's ruined the family vacation. She ruined her diet, okay? She went for a weigh-in and gained another 10 pounds, but this time she had a reason for it. And her reason was that her ex-boyfriend, Philip, who is, what is, what is, what is he? The BBW King. The BBW King. <laughs> and his friends were all threatening her. Ooh, with salad. They were calling, with health, with, <laughs> with good health. health and weight loss. <laughs> with um, good health. They were, they were threatening her, calling and harassing her. She was saying that they were saying that they were going to come to her house. And she just didn't know what to do. She, you know, told the police, I'm like, Tammy, if you ever have fear of someone breaking into your house, just go sit in front of the door. They ain't getting in, not at all. Because that's pretty hard to push. What is she now, 649 pounds? Yep. Yeah, just sit in front of the door. They ain't getting in. You're safe. <laughs> I mean, you are safe. Uh, so that is her excuse for falling off her diet, which to me, you really have never followed a diet since we watched the show you've done a diet for like a day or so um so at this point a lot of people are asking the question are we just watching her slowly die to me the bitch is a cockroach a big one but she's a cockroach she doesn't die i mean how many times have they said that she almost died a few times they mentioned her being on life support yeah this last episode. yeah 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 she's been on life support twice i want to say yeah uh, she's in a rehab right now because she keeps getting carbon, is it carbon dioxide? Monoxide. Monoxide because of her weight. Oh, wait. Oh, no. It, uh, low, it, wait, what is it? Low oxygen? Low oh. carbon? No, like it's poison. It's whatever it is that we're not supposed to have inside, she keeps getting poisoned from it. That'd be carbon monoxide, which means there's a gas leak somewhere in our house. Okay, James, you know how I pronounce words wrong and I put words wrong together. It may be something else. Okay. But she's in rehab with a trach Ooh. right now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, here's the question right now. Is that her sister who helps take care of her, who lives on the other side of a duplex, is moving. She's like, you know what? I have put my life on hold for Tammy. I have tried to go with her through this weight loss journey. I've had my surgery. I've lost weight. I've had a baby. Now it's time for me to focus on my husband and my kid. She's not, I can't wait on her anymore because 
she'll be waiting like 649 years for Amy <laughs> to lose any of the weight. And so she, you know, she's like, you know what? I put a bid in for our house and we're moving. And this is, this is why people hate Tammy. No one hates Tammy because Tammy's fat. No. Mm -mm. We hate Tammy because she's fucking mean, okay? She is so freaking mean. But then she, she tries to fuss at people like she can do something. For example, she was cussing out their older sister, telling her she was going to kick her ass or she better shut up. And her sister's like, okay, get out of that fucking chair and make me. I will. That's not going to happen. I will. <laughs> no, that was all about, how am I supposed to say something? I can't say something. That is hard because she runs out of breath real quickly. Okay? Um, <laughs> but this is how an example of how mean she is. So her sister Amy, who has given of herself, and, and God knows so her husband Michael has given of himself because he's had to push Tammy around a lot. She's excited about this. She's moving 30 minutes away, which is actually going to be closer to their family. So Amy's like, do you want to come see my house? She's like, you know, it's got a porch. It's about yay high. Do you think you could do that? And Tammy's like, yeah. So this bitch has them take her over to their new house. Load, right? them, load her up and then take her. Yes, because <laughs> if you haven't watched the show, she can't fit into a normal vehicle. So what they have is like a community van just for traveling with Aunt, uh, with Tammy that has the first row of the van seats taken out. And she sits on the floor and then rests her back on the, um, the second row uh, seats. So she has them take her to the new house. And when they get the, that bitch would not get out. I feel good. I feel good. I said it's hot. It's hot. It's hot everywhere you go. I'm a fat person too. I'm always goddamn hot. So that's just part of being fat is you're hot. And she refused to go in their house. Wouldn't go in. And you know, and Amy said it right. She's like, you know what? If this were in reverse and Tammy had, you know, bought a house, I would do anything to go and support my sister and see her home. But that is why people fucking hate Tammy. And I'm sure there's probably some fat group out there who is like, no, they just are mean to her because she's like, no. No, no, no. I love fat people. I'm fat. I know a lot of fat people, too. They're funny. We're funny and we're soft. It's because she's mean. She's just mean. No matter if she was 20 pounds and that fucking mean, you'd hate her. I think it's probably because all the fat that has developed on her forehead. She's what? got like a beluga whale head. And for like <laughs> the first two seasons, people really didn't know why. And to some brave soul, and thank you for doing that, said, why does she have that hump on her forehead? And so they answered it on the show. They're like, because she's so fat, the fat had to go somewhere else. They had nowhere else to go, so it went to her forehead. And that fat has been there since her teens. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, look, I know I have a lot to work on, okay? I know I need to start dieting and exercising and get this weight off. But in the time being, while I'm struggling to do so, can y'all please do some liposuction just on the forehead and get that fat out? <laughs> just on this hump? Yeah, it is just the oddest looking thing in the world. And okay. it makes her scowl. Like, it makes her, like, it, it, it like, you know, pushes yeah, down Yeah, it the pushes everything head. down, so it kind of shits a resting bitch face, basically. Yeah. yeah, but it's because of the forehead fat. 
which I didn't even really know you would get forehead fat. Most people don't have that fat cells in their forehead. But most people aren't 649 pounds. True. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we get back, we're going to talk about the season three premiere of Jocelyn's Cabaret. And also, where is Gigi from Girl Gangs? We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. All right, so my love for reality TV is quite known around the world. <laughs> but one of the shows that not a lot of people I know watch it is Jocelyn's Cabaret, which is on Zeus TV. It is so entertaining. It is hood as ratchet as strippers real strippers literally literally real <laughs> strippers like i can give you the name of the club and you'll see them there friday saturday and sunday um <laughs> this is jocelyn hernandez hernandez's show which we know her from love and hip-hop she had a relationship with stevie J, a baby she calls herself the puerto rican princess she i mean I, she, she got some nasty videos out there if you go to any porn site and type in her name she nasty. She, she, she's a naughty girl. I will say that. <laughs> so this is her show. And here's what's so funny. The concept of the show is that Jocelyn wants to see, bring strippers together to create a cabaret. But sometimes she pronounces cabaret, cabaret. So to me, if you can't say the word right, maybe that should not be your goal. It's to create a cabaret. And then why would you use hood? I mean, these girls are fucking hood. Oh, my God. All right, so season three premiered this Sunday. And once again, me and all the other cabaretters, we broke the Zeus app. We could, It got knocked out. We could not watch for like an hour after the premiere because me and I guess all the other black people in the world just <laughs> wanted to watch it because it's just... It's a nice break from the regular kind of scripted reality TV because these bitches couldn't read a script if you read the script to them. <laughs> it can't be They're that bad. They are that bad. Look, let me tell you how bad they are. The girl who won last season, okay, she won $10,000. In my head. In dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> well, you want it, but baby, it's all in $1 bills. So do what you got to do. Uh, to me, now, this is Chanel So. She has probably a negative A cup size, bra cup size. Like, it's almost just like a guy's chest. That's how small her boobs are. But in my petty head, I'm thinking she can go get her some new titties. But no, she showed up to season three with them same ass little bitty ass titties. I'm like, but you could have made more money with the titties. I, but maybe I'm wrong for that. She said she bought a new car, got a new place to live. She's living in Houston now. Hey, so I, I, I just feel like you could at least put a down payment on the titties, or maybe you could have just paid for one titty. Since you're coming back to season three, to maybe see if you get the other ten thousand dollars to pay for the other one. I, I, I just there was just a lot. Her wardrobe didn't change. Her extensions still look kind of dry. I'm like, what? did she do with the money? Because the first thing I'm going to do is go get plastic surgery. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I, like I want it for this, so let me go do this. So um, this season, uh, each time it has been in a different state. So now we're in Las Vegas, and this is where Jocelyn is hoping that she'll have some kind of residency 
there with the cabaret. But then when they went to go look for spots for the cabaret, they went straight to a fucking strip club. <laughs> I thought we were trying to remove ourselves from the strip club life. I don't know. But I tell you what, we got some new girls, and one of them is a Christian porn star who is practicing celibacy, except when she's fucking on film. I don't understand this. And she's almost like those kind of scary religious people. Yeah. And then I went to her Instagram page, and I saw a baby. I'm like, but I thought you were celibate. Oh, you got pregnant when you was filming the porn. <laughs> it just, I just, a lot of things you don't understand. We've got this beast of a girl who's like 6'3", and she's a straight-up lesbian. But I heard a rumor that she's a man. I don't know how true that they are alluding to that may be this big secret for this season, which that would be pretty cool. Then we have this girl named Miss Wet Wet. Ugh. Oh my God, can they please just go ahead and fire? She look, the first episode, within the first 30 minutes, someone snatches her whole fucking weave off. By the end of the episode, she gets her whole fucking wig snatched off again and gets beat up. But she's still, I'm this wet wet, I'm this wet wet. So tell us about Paris and London. Oh God, thanks a lot, Wendy from the Housewives of Potomac. Now you got bitches out here naming their fucking fake boob jobs. She's got Paris and London, and Paris and London, she said she got them five months ago, looked like their daddy were bricks because those boobs are so fucking hard. And we know that because she always has them out. She pulls them out. She pulls the them out. Just, uh, and, and she constantly talks about them. When someone, when she has a question, she she goes to Paris and London for advice. Do you agree? Do you agree? They agree. We heard that like five times. I'm like, uh, okay, but did Paris and London tell you that you possibly should have held off on getting them and corrected your two brown teeth in the front? I'm just saying, because that's what I would have done. She got brown teeth. And you know me, I'm like, are those braces? And then I was like, are those those color braces? And I was like, is that lipstick on our teeth? And I'm like, huh? Then one of the other girls said her breast smelled like chitlins. I'm like, oh, she got brown teeth. She got folk box mouth, okay? Um, so I think this season is going to be really, really good. Um, do I think they're going to get a re residency? Absolutely fucking not. They're not. They would do better just creating a new strip club because they're strippers. That's what strippers do. Strippers aren't like in the cabarets. Dancers are in cabarets. Yeah. People with talent. You strip because you probably aren't a trained dancer. Yeah. I mean, last year we did have a trained dancer on there, but she was also a very well-known porn star. Okay. But she wasn't practicing celibacy like the one we have <laughs> this season. So if you're looking for 45 minutes of raw, funny, hood shit, check out Jocelyn's Cabaret. I mean, I think it's four ninety nine a month. To Worth it. Yeah, it's beyond worth it. And then after the season's done, you can pause it. So I have my actually set. <laughs> Mine is set. It is paused and then it is set. They send me an email whenever Jocelyn's show is getting ready to come back on to remind me. And I'm like, click, I'm back, subscribe. I mean, how easy is that, okay? Do you know, do you know any other show on Zeus? No. The, no. I don't even know. They have other shows on Zeus. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a quite a few shows on there, but I don't watch any of them. I just watch Jocelyn's Cab 
Cabaret. And this is the funniest <laughs> shit. Last season, Miss Cabaret kept pronouncing choreography, choreography. <laughs> and it wasn't until about the seventh episode, her fiance said, it's choreography. And she's like, it's choreography. No, she's like, well, I've been saying choreography the whole season. Okay, then you're right. And since you've been saying it wrong, it must be right. All right, uh, let me see. So what was it, a few months back, we had Gigi from Gigi's Reality yep. on the show. Boy, have things turned around. <laughs> Just, um, really bad. So when we had Gigi on a show, which um, she is an Instagrammer who calls out companies to do bad promotions and she really fucking hates influencers big time she does deep dives on them it's almost like i love a deep dive but this shit was like okay and you know she was always on instagram live all the time and it was just like how does she have time to do it like don't you work or whatever and then you know when she did our show she she was pregnant and she was due a few days later. So when the due date came up, when, you know, she's supposed to have the baby, she went ghost. Okay? She went ghost. And this is after numerous people, especially on Reddit, called her out for faking the pregnancy. They were just like, and this had been going on the whole time that I, you know, found her. And I was like, okay, but why would someone fake a pregnancy? What is what is going on? And then she was like sending cease and dis what is it cease and desist? Mm, yep. And a lot of other influencers were sending those to her as well. Like stop talking about me, stop accusing me of these things. Blah 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 blah. So it really got kind of scary in a way because she seemed obsessive. Okay, I mean it was obsessive. Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm good. I'm, I, I love a good d deep dive, but this was like almost like a personal hatred for these people. Okay, so she goes missing, then she scrubs everything from her social media accounts. Everything's gone. Okay, so I'm like, what is going on? I actually messaged her. I'm like, hey, have you had that sweet baby? And then all of a sudden, that page was gone. And then a backup page to that page was made, but there's no post on it at all. So some of the people in the Reddit group that is uh, Gigi's snark, it's a snark page, they started doing deep dives on her. And this is some of the stuff that we find out. Okay. There was never a pregnancy. Okay. They even found the guy who she was supposedly pregnant by. And he was like, it, the things that he said kind of aligned with her behavior on her Instagram pages, okay? He was like, you know, we hooked up a few times. She was kind of crazy. And I'm like, ah, nah, 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 nah. Then she emailed, texted him that she's pregnant or emailed him or something. And then he's like, well, okay, can I have proof? I don't have to show you proof, which you kind of do have to show the baby daddy proof of the pregnancy. Yeah, I don't know. Then it was just all of these weird, weird things. And, you know, I wanted to not believe them. And I'm not saying that I do, but some of the stuff just made sense. Like that was her behavior. So supposedly she went on to some page or had her sister or someone say that she did have the baby, but the baby died. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
But you have to remember, throughout our whole pregnancy, there were so many people saying that she wasn't pregnant. She was faking a pregnancy. Just she didn't do, I guess, characteristic pregnancy things. It was just really, really, really weird. So they think that she did that to add extra attention for her follow followers. And then when it was time for her to have the baby, since there was no baby, she went ghost. But then you have like her family saying, well, she went ghost because she lost the baby and she's depressed, which I totally get. But if you decide to be some form of a public figure, that would be the time that you would have someone post and say, this is kind of what's going on. I'm taking a break, a much needed break. People would completely understand that. But instead, it is said that she is creating fake profiles on Reddit still doing like the same nagging shit and then reddit blocks her so then she creates another one and it's mm. all it's her how she speaks the things that she says it's just a really weird thing and i've been like kind of contemplating should i email her the <laughs> stuff i have her email and just say dude you straight because i don't know <laughs> what the fuck's going on and to me if someone is faking a pregnancy they most definitely need help which goes back to while she was pregnant, so many people saying, this bitch needs mental health. So I'm not sure where Gigi is. I don't know if she's okay. I don't know. And I don't know if the Libra Longiquisha should do a further investigation of it. Do we? Do we owe it to our audience? I don't know. Nah, I'd rather talk about Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we get back from this break, we'll have the bitch please of the week from the Libra Lounge. Bitch, please! You be rolling down the street, telling stories. Bitch, you never tell the truth. Bitch, please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, because all you do is lie. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Um, and thank you guys for sticking with us. Thank you guys for, I mean, we've been still getting episode downloads even while I've been sick. Um, much appreciation for doing that. Um, make sure to follow us on our social media pages. And this week's Bitch Please of the Week actually comes from producer James. And the Bitch Please goes to Google. <laughs> <laughs> so this is something that, um, I kind of saw it. I was just like, okay, whatever. But then he brought it up. I was like, okay, uh, uh, okay, okay. You spend some knowledge. So, you know, Betty White's 100th birthday came, which, you know, everyone loved Betty White, okay? And everyone wanted her to make it to her, 100, to her 100th birthday. And what was she, what, two weeks shy of making yeah, it? Yeah, like a little over two because so she died at the end of, this, of December. Yeah, so to me, she made it to 100, okay? I'm just, well, yeah. all the magazines that were published said she did. Yeah, and, yeah, because <laughs> it, they had so many things that were ready for this big celebration for her 100. So they were like, shit. they had a mean, they were like, so, uh, guys, <laughs> you know how we've already basically done the covers of like 15 magazines saying happy birthday Betty and uh, you know we got the party planned <laughs> we made everyone take COVID tests we're just going to keep running with it just, let's just do it let's just do it okay um, and so I was on Facebook and someone said hey Google Betty White and see what happens and so I'm like alright cool 
So I do it, and it was really cute. The rose petals start falling, and then like a little animated picture of her pops up, and it says, happy 100th birthday, Betty. I was like, okay, super cute. So later on that night, I was talking to producer James, and I was like, hey, Google Betty White and see what happens. And he's like, okay. And he does it, and he's like, oh, okay, that's neat. But baby, I'll tell you about a minute later, he goes, they didn't do that for Martin Luther King. Because <laughs> they had the same birthday. Same day. He was like, I mean, they could have done, and I was like, damn, they could have really done something for MLK. I mean, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of Black Lives Matter graphics still just shooting around. They could have just add those. I was just like, he had a point there. I'm like, okay so see when a white person says shit like that that always makes me feel better because people just say if i were to say it i'd be the angry ass black woman but producer james said it and i was like okay so producer james says that was your bitch please i'll let you add in whatever you need to well, add thank in. you yeah i couldn't tell if it was betty white day or mlk day or, or what it just uh you know one of those things like i guess the uh old white lady gets a special treatment on the day of uh civil rights hero was born but whatever I think, yeah, I mean, maybe next year. Maybe they only had enough money to do one for Betty. And they like, like, look, we're just going to do it this one year for Betty. Everybody going to make donations for all of the animal shelters, which was fantastic. And okay, we're going to get you next year. We got you next year. We got you next we're year. Gonna yeah. actually, yeah. We're going to actually, we're going to come up with a whole new something for you. We got you, MLK. We got you, MLK. <laughs> Hell, I actually forgot it was MLK's birthday because everything was about Betty White that day. Exactly. I was like, oh, yeah, everybody is off today. And it's not, oh, yeah, we off this, oh, wait, we do this yearly. <laughs> we ain't off because Betty White died. All right. I guess Google <laughs> said, look, y'all asses ain't work at work anyway. That's your MLK gift. Now let us do these rose petals for rose. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. That's from Thousand Pound Sisters, y'all. All right. We will see you guys next week. Be safe. Stay COVID free and stay sucker free. It's the Needle Lounge. The Needle Lounge. Ooh.